So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. So today's topic is how to build momentum. And what exactly is momentum? Momentum in business is built when you accumulate a series of successes, one following another in quick succession without stopping. Momentum can produce quick growth, enable you to meet all of your goals within a very short duration. So that there's the definition of momentum, folks. And the reason why I want to talk about momentum today is because once you're able to start building momentum on a project, it is like an avalanche. It really just pushes you to the next level, it brings so much production to what you're doing. It's, it's really amazing because the thing about it is, is that I did a really popular podcast a while back on uh, productivity habits. And the thing is, is that part of having really good productivity habits is building that momentum that goes with it. So today... We're going to talk about four things to help build momentum in your workday. Four things to help build momentum in your projects. Four things to just help build momentum in your life in general. So, and I want you to understand that momentum takes daily work. You have to work at it daily. It just doesn't happen. There's a lot of work involved in momentum, but... As you build it, things get easier. So it's it's that beginning piece of it. And so you really have to be intentional about building momentum in your life. And as you're building momentum in your life and in your work projects and in your just your daily life in general, what will happen is that you will see a change in how much you're able to get done and how quickly you're able to get it done. The first thing is practice one thing every day. The first step in creating momentum in your life is to choose one activity or habit or practice and practice it daily. Okay, let me say that again. The first step in creating momentum in your life is to choose one activity, habit and practice it daily. So, for example, let's say that you want to start getting up at 5 a.m. every morning. That there is a is a habit, right? Note, and I just want to say this. Note that I didn't say 10 things or five things. I just said one thing. You pick one thing only. Any more than the one item on your list, and you're already screwed before you start because you got to get focused. Why the only one thing? The one thing that you practice daily allows your mind to focus. And for every item on the list, 
a piece of your focus is taken away, and that means incredible power of momentum escapes you. So one thing equals focus. Sustained focus equals momentum. Let me say that again. One thing equals focus. Sustained focus equals momentum. The second thing is set a 3% challenge. This step involves making a game of it, creating momentum through being 3% better. 3% is not an exact number and is another way of saying small increases the, the results on this thing. So in saying that is that the 3% is just an arbitrary number. You can make it 1%. You can make it 5%. But you want to do this in small increments. When you do it in small increments like this, what you will do. So let me back up just a second. So you have to get good at one. Practice one thing every day. Once you get good at the one thing every day, then you can move to step two, which is set a 3% challenge. So once you have that daily practice and, you're, and you've got it down pat, challenge yourself to be better every day. And you want to increase that practice a little bit every day to achieve goals that you've set for yourself. So let me give you some examples of this. So let's say that you write a blog and you write 500 words every day. Maybe you need to write 600 words and slowly build up to that. Maybe it's like, okay, so tomorrow I'm going to do 525 words until you build up to 600 words. Or if you produce one video a day, let's say you're a YouTuber, Maybe you produce one and a half videos the next day. And what you're doing is that you are slowly but surely challenging yourself to be better every day. So let's say that you made $1,000 on your website this month. Well, that'll set the goal for next month to be, I don't know, $1,200 on your website. Or maybe you set it to be a thousand fifty. I don't know. It's it's whatever your your three percent challenge is, which could be a one percent challenge. It could be a five percent challenge. It could be a ten percent challenge. You don't really want to go more over than ten percent because then you're really pushing yourself past your limits of what you can do. Or maybe not. I'm I'm not sure. You know, you may be one of these people that are are a go getter that are able to go out there and really go after this stuff. So, but you have to set your your challenge to match what your skill sets are. And each time you challenge yourself and achieve small wins, you work your way towards the tipping point that momentum is. Momentum creeps up on you and as often the effects are realized. You know, so the thing is, is that momentum creeps up on you, and often when it happens, you don't even realize it, it, the effects it has on you at all. You'll have 
daily reactions to what's going on. And that's the reason why you want this 3% challenge. And I like the 3% piece of it because this really pushes you out of your comfort zone a little bit and makes you dig in. And it's vitally important that you try to be better every day. So I set a goal for myself every day. Every day I wake up, I try to be the best John, the best version of myself I can be. And the only way to do that is to press forward, is to do something that I normally wouldn't do, is to take myself to the next level. And in doing that, what it does is that it pushes me. It makes me find something inside of me. It makes me work harder. I love this 3% challenge. This 3% challenge is just you becoming the best version of you there is, period. Number three is the commitment to the long term. There's a misconception about momentum is that it happens quickly. This step involves making one simple decision. Will you focus on the short term or the long term? And it is a long-term commitment that you've got to be part of. And just remember this, is that there is a 2190 rule here. And the 2190 rule is this, is that it takes 21 days to make a habit And it takes 90 days to make a lifestyle. Let me say that again. The 2190 rule. It takes 21 days to make a habit. And it takes 90 days to make it a lifestyle. What I'm saying is this. Is that in 21 days, you can make something become a habit. Then you got to add another 90 days on to that 21 days to make it a lifestyle. That's some times, folks. I mean, that takes time. And when you take time and put it into yourself and you understand that you have X amount of time to do something, that this is a long-haul process. Now, in saying the 2190 rule, I don't know who you are or how it affects you, but it may take you 30 days to make a habit. It may only take you 19 days to to have a habit. The average is about 21 days. If it takes you, it takes, and most people don't do it any quicker than that. It's normally longer. It may take 30 days. It may take 45 days to make a habit. But when you add another 90 days onto that to make it a lifestyle, what you've done is that you have solidified that habit into your everyday life, and now it's something that is a part of you. And when something is a part of you, you really, it, I mean, it's, it, it's, just, it's just everything that you do, it's part of what all you do. It's ingrained inside of you now, and that takes a while to do. Number three, it talks about the long-term commitment. And some people may say, well, that's really not a long-term commitment. That's like four months. Okay. But to me, four months is a good little portion of my life. And so try that 2190 rule. 
21 days to make a habit, then you go another 90 days plus to make it a lifestyle. And then once it's a lifestyle, it's it's ingrained within you. So you got to say yes to the long term. And then you'll start heading down that path of momentum. Focus on the if you focus on the short term, you only make you obsess with the results you have yet to earn and give them up when you don't see them. Let me say that again. If you focus on the short term, it will only make you obsessed with the results that you have yet to earn and then give up when you don't see them. I really love that. An example is I tell riders all the time, forget about making any money for the first year. If you're dead serious, forget about making money from riding for five years. The shift to the long term kills all the, all the noise in your head that is desperately chasing instant gratification that comes from quick results. Let me say that again. The shift to long-term kills all the noise in your head that is desperately chasing instant gratification that comes from quick results. And that's the reason why we do not chase the short-term. If you want to build momentum, you have to look at the long game. It's imperative that we take this time and develop the things that we need to develop. So many people want that instant gratification. We live in a society of instant gratification. I love instant gratification. But sometimes you have to train yourself to not be instantly gratified at that particular moment. Or if you need some instant gratification, you can still have a long-term goal. But then you can set, you can break stuff down into smaller pieces and then give yourself a little pat on the back or whatever it's going to take, a little celebration for those shorter bite time, bite size, should I say, goals that you're doing. Always remember that long term will bring sustained momentum. And the last step is number four, refine your process. The final step in creating momentum is to refine your process. Let me give you another practical example. As a writer, I have refined my process by cutting out a whole bunch of steps. I've cut out using editors, using too many photos in my articles, meeting minimum word counts, judging my work, Minimizing my time on social media that does not add any quality to the writing. What you got to do is that whatever you're doing, so if you're a writer, if you're anything else, it doesn't matter. Look at the things that you can remove from your projects, from your goals, the extra steps that you're taking. Because when you start removing those extra steps, and you really start refining what you're doing, you look at that process and say, how can I be more efficient? That is the last step in momentum. It will really push you to the next level. And in saying that, you really have to dig deep into what you're doing. So anytime that we're able to take out steps and look at what we're doing. 
we do this in our UPS stores all the time. We look at our process and then we try to refine it and make it better. And so if it's a sales process, you may not necessarily are taking out steps, but you may be refining a step. And so I'll give you a prime example of this. So when we do the shipping cadence, one of the key components in this is that you have to stop after you give someone the first price level. I can get it there. So here's the example. I can give it, I can get this package there tomorrow by 1030 for, I don't know, $89. And then you pause and you let the customer think about what you've said. They need to make the decision. They're either going to say yes to that or they're going to say, no, do you got anything cheaper? And then you move down down from the highest price to the next one. And in doing this, you give you first of all, you're educating the customer. Second of all, you're giving them a choice. But the big thing is, is that if you just start ramming off, just you know, I can get there tomorrow for 1030 and it's this price, and you go to the next one, and you go to the next one, and you go to the next one. By the time they're just like, okay, what's what you've done is you give someone too much information. And that there's the biggest thing about the shipping cadence is that you have to do it in the correct process. So we had to refine that process over the years to make sure that you stop and pause for each individual price so the customer can make that decision and process what you said. And then they make that decision, and it's either yes or no. And then if it's no, you move to the next one. If it's yes, you stop. You don't give them any more choices. They've already made a choice. That there's the one thing I love about the shipping cadence is that when they say yes, you stop. And that there's the process. Uh, There's been times to where we've had people where we had to refine our process because people would still keep giving more options. And you really don't want to do that. In In doing this process of refining stuff, Locking in the daily habits creates your process. And once you've repeated that process enough times, you'll realize that there is a huge amount of wastage. And refining that process allows you to create momentum. And that's kind of what we've done. Because the thing about this is that when, like my example of the shipping cadence, is that that pause is the refining process. Because it because we sell more shipping with the pause than without the pause. Because if you don't pause and let the customer make a choice, then they've got two or three choices, four choices to choose from. If you give a person one choice at a time and they can say yes or no to that, then you move on. It makes the process go faster. And you would think that pausing and letting the customer make that decision doesn't, but it really does. So these right here are the four different steps in taking to create momentum in your workday. In the summary of all of this, these are the four steps that anyone can use to create momentum. They are not hard to follow and can be applied to whatever goal, dream, or hobby is in life that you have in life. Once you see the incredible power of momentum creates your life. Momentum crushes any creative resistance you have, eliminates the need to be motivated, and helps you in invisible ways that you can't even see.
Choose one thing, practice it daily, set small challenges, and commit to the long term, and refine your process. I cannot wait for you to, to reach your goals, different levels of potential that you previously had that you previously hasn't haven't realized because the incredible power of momentum was lacking. Use momentum to live your life. Use momentum to live a life you didn't think was possible. Thank you so much for listening today. And folks, I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.